The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. <clears throat> Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Try not to be shy, especially in these tough times. I've made mistakes investing. I've had too much exposure at times that made me feel uncomfortable. I've been through multiple market opportunities that sometimes I wasn't ready for. That experience has taught me to own more of what I want to really, really own. It's taught me that I want to have some cash available. There was an amazing buying opportunity in the early 70s. An amazing buying opportunity in the 80s, an amazing buying opportunity in the early 2000s, 2000, 2001, 2002. And again, you can just keep adding those up of the opportunities that we had that we wish we would have bought more, but for whatever reason, we didn't. Um, 2006, 2008, uh, looking back in time, we tend to regret a lot of things. Yesterday was one of those days on the market that puts a lot of fear in people. For the love of, of somebody, Bill Ackman went out of his way to say, if governments don't do something now, we're looking at hell on earth. I'm not going to use this example every single day, but I'm going to use it right here, right now, in large part, um, because that's pretty extreme. You want things like that, there's no guarantees in stocks, and I think you've learned that. Um, and I think that's a normal and healthy thing to learn. If you've never been through a recession, you're about to. The unemployment numbers started to tick up, and they're going to tick up bigger and bigger and bigger. I've heard nothing but, honestly, horror stories from people on um, market conditions, on expecting to be fired. Situations along those lines don't exactly help you feel confident that, hey, now is the time to buy. So... Let's talk about that and much, much more. If we can, let's not get too freaked out. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Yesterday was a day where everything went lower and the 10-year treasury went higher. And that bothers me because 10-year treasury shouldn't be. The United States government has come up with a response. There's still not everything finalized, but including our central bankers, we're trying to be accommodative for future business. We're seeing research developments, not breakthroughs, but research developments that are moving in the right direction. Next week, I'm guessing it's going to be a major hurricane of, of problems on Wall Street. The headlines are going to be bad, but the question is, is this pricing the headlines? The stock market tends to be what I would refer to as a stupid market. It's reactionary, and I hate reactionary. Um, kind of drives me a little bit crazy to be if I can be totally honest with you. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air, but we've become a little bit too reactionary right now. But without I don't want to give you too much hope because that's really really not my job. I think my job is along the lines of saying like, "Hey, what have you seen in the past and what have you done correctly and what have you done poorly?" Um, and I'm trying to be as honest with you as I can on those kind of measures, um, because I know you have questions, and I'll do my best to give you answers. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm always surprised at times like this there's not more calls. I, I kind of think there should be. 
but I'm not going to get mad at you that you're not calling. It's totally up to you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Let's um, take a look at some of the, the stories. Last night, if you're up past 6 p.m., you could take a look at foreign markets, turn on CNBC International, turn on Bloomberg. And what you're going to see is that it looked like it was going to be a bad open. And if you woke up at 4, it looks like it's not going to be that bad. We were down 700 on the Dow. It, it quickly rallied back to green. It's now down 167. The uh, S&P 500 is down 14. The Nasdaq's up 78. The Nasdaq and Russell 2000 both up. One of the things we do know is that tech companies, which the Nasdaq is tech heavy, many of the tech companies that we all know about have a lot of cash. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, um, Google. They've got a lot of cash in a, a time like this. Don't you wish you had a lot of cash? They do. David Busters has adopted a poison pill after the stock dropped 90% in a month. Every now and then I look around and I go, thank God I didn't own that stock. Um, David Busters is a good story. You've probably all been to it once. Back in the 1990s, we were coming out of this I love Pac-Man kind of world. And someone got this great idea of let's do an adult Chuck E. Cheese. And we'll do virtual reality rides. And we'll do crappy teriyaki chicken. We'll do overpriced chicken wings. We'll put sporting events on the big TVs. And it'll be great. The problem is, those video games cost a lot of money. And it also tends to attract a lot of kids and not necessarily a lot of adults. Um, They're down 90% in a month for obvious reasons. So they're going to try to consume a poison pill. That stops other companies from going, you know what? There's enough there that if, if we can get through this, admittedly, it's going to be tough for a company like Dave Investors. We're not supposed to get together. We're not supposed to put our hands on video game joysticks after someone else had just played that game. If we can get there, and then Dave Investors pulls the rugs out and say, we're going to do a poison pill, where if you pay $10 billion, you really have to pay $20 billion. Stupid stuff like that. And when I say stupid stuff, I'm not trying to be mean. Last night, there was no new infections in China of the coronavirus. That's a plus. South Korea has had three straight days of lower number of infections, higher number of people getting cleared to go home, that they're safe, that they're in the clear. Apple yesterday, and I didn't look at a lot of stocks yesterday. Um, I looked at a list of stocks that were down less than the stock market. So the stock market's down 6% on a bad day, where Bill Ackman says, it's going to be hell on earth if somebody doesn't do something soon. That's the day that I'm most interested. And it was hell on earth for the stock market, down 6%. But you could find some winners in there that were down 2%. Some things that are starting to buy, draw some attraction. I don't know when the market bottom is going to be. I guess we're pretty close. Only because you're looking for capitulation. If you didn't hear the first hour of the show, I did a little bit on capitulation. It's the Sesame Street word of the day. And we saw it in masses yesterday where everything was lower. That's pretty hardcore. The ECB, the European Central Bank, they gave a little pep talk and said, hey, we're throwing at least 750 billion euros in. We know that the Federal Reserve is doing a similar thing of buying debt, lowering interest rates, and creating money market funds so that banks don't have a run on money. 
one of the most ridiculous things I could ever imagine. If I ever do this, I will give you all my money and I'll give you the keys to whatever you want the keys to. But people are going to banks and asking for cash and they're leaving it in their home. If things go from bad to worse, as you think cash might be an important asset to have at home versus a credit card, you may want to buy a shotgun. I don't think we're going that direction. I think that this market has seen a lot worse. I think we live in a age of social media. I think we live in an age of uh, computing power that's crazy good, but it also is crazy fast. We'll talk about this and much, much more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. This may sound a little silly, but... Now is a really good time to remember why you hire a CFP. If you don't have a plan, then you've probably been caught not feeling terribly comfortable. I think I've said this a couple times, and I'm it's not I'm not trying to make it like, woohoo, look how smart I am. But I work with a CFP at New Focus Financial, a guy named Brad Stacy. He is way smarter than me when it comes to taxes. He is way smarter than me when it comes to um some simple concepts like spend some money on your kids so that they don't hate you. Spend some money on your kids so they have some great memories of you. It's not about all about you know saving every single dime and every single penny. I regretfully, I hate selling um, stocks. I hate it. I enjoy like um, the buying process, but when I have a winner, I hate selling them because of the taxes. I'm like, it's been so good to me. But you can't become, how shall we say, enamored by your own stocks um, or your own portfolio or your own smarts. That's just a bad recipe, all things considered. So consult a broker advisor if you're taking any actions on stocks like this, um, shows like this. It's a good thing to have a plan. It's not a bad thing. Um, it's a good thing to take some of your winners off the table on occasion after a 10-year market run. If you've listened to the show regularly, you know that the last year has kind of, the last six months in particular has kind of freaked me out um, in the sense that it keeps going higher. And I'll get phone calls from people like you who will be very arrogant and very cocky and like, why do I need a CFP? I don't need a CFP. Um and I get it. A lot of people, you know, kind of want to start being right. And, oh, I can do this. I can do that. Trust me. I, I'm not a repairman, a plumber. And I'll take a crack at a toilet. But I'll also be realistic and go at some point in time, I might do more damage than good. Um, I hope you haven't done that with your portfolio. And I hope I'm not coming across as like, nee, 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 nee. I tell you that I use a CFP. Um, I'm a great investment advisor. I'm a great portfolio guy. I'm a great stock guy. I've made you a lot of money if you've listened to me. But a financial planner helps you with your risk, especially as you're 50 years old. Cron had a big thing yesterday. Um, 
they're desperately trying to get me on TV. And I'm like, guys, you sent me home. You said shelter in place. I'm not coming. Um, because they contacted me later in the day and I didn't want to deal with traffic, even though now that I think about it, it probably wasn't traffic. It would have been pretty easy. I'm kind of but, a big deal. Yeah, I am kind of a big deal. I have my own TV spot. Um, but yeah, so they, they had a reporter call me and she goes, who should be afraid right now? I'm like, people are 55 and older. And let me correct that. People are 55 and older with too much tech in their 401k. Well, they crack that. They probably shouldn't be afraid anymore because it's probably already hit them. I don't know if that's fair or not. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. David Buster's uh, adopting a poison pill. I brought that up, and I didn't really make it clear why I brought that up. It is my belief that you're going to see some mergers and acquisitions from companies that have cash. I want to see what Warren Buffett does with his cash and them to become very interested. Yesterday, I became very interested when Bill Ackman said, you know, if governments don't do something, it's be hell on earth. As the day went on yesterday, the markets recovered. This morning, they went lower and they've recovered. Will they hold it? I don't know. We don't exactly get two days in a row around here a lot right now where we're thrilled. Boeing's no longer falling 20%. It's falling 2%. Yesterday, Apple was down half as much as the market. You're looking for some tells. You're looking for that capitulation, people quitting. It's not good right now, and the numbers are going to get worse. First-time unemployment claims jumped above 280,000. I'm sure in the coming weeks, they're going to be much bigger. Walmart is reducing hours and more retail closures. The people who are hurt, I think, the hardest are the local restaurants and the local mom-and-pops. Um, if you're a company that's hired, say, an analyst in the last three to six months, you're probably going, well, we kind of lived without them, so let's let's cut that before we have to cut other things. If you're a restaurant that has a staff of 30 people and you sell margaritas and you sell tacos, but it's a you know 1,600-square-foot restaurant or something small, you're closed right now. You're doing carryout only, and people tend not to do alcohol carryout, although I have a story on that, too. Small business loans, if, if I owned a restaurant and the U.S. government says, you know, Rob, we feel your pain, you're a small business, we're going to give you access to money, I'm going to be like, no. I don't want to take on a loan. I've already taken on a restaurant. So I'm going to be angry about it. Of course I'm going to let people go. I don't want to. If you're a guy who does construction, you have a crew of 20, and suddenly everyone's like, I don't know if I need that addition built anymore, you're going to let those people go. You don't want to take on debt to pay them. Sit around and do nothing. That's the problem. The unemployment numbers are going to rise. Coronavirus fears are leading to panic buying. I'm getting a little bit tired of the people who are mad at people who buy too much toilet paper. A couple things. Get a squirt gun and create your own bidet. Do something. Stop complaining about your friends and family stealing all the toilet paper. We're a nation of whiners. Do something about it. Bootstrap people. Oil's higher, Russell 2000's higher, NASDAQ higher, Dow's higher. I'm seeing some signs that it's the opposite of yesterday where everything was down. Today, everything is up. It's not a great sign because when everything's down, it's telling you that people are silly. When everything's up, it's telling you maybe things have gotten marked down a lot. Maybe it is a good thing, but it's not as good of a tell. Hey, stay in touch at these times, okay? Reach out to me, Rob at Rob Black Show. 
You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of great downloadables. Make an appointment with a CFP. I've done it. You should do it. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested, and more. Starbucks, as I was finishing up that last segment, I talked about how they've started slowly reopen 95% of their stores in China. And one of the things they've come out and said is, you know, the impact's going to be temporary. Shares have fallen 40% since January 20th. That's a great company. If you believe the impact's going to be temporary, you've started your shopping list with name number one. If you believe it's a great company. I'm going to go over some great things that are happening right now. Last night, we got no new um, positive tests on the coronavirus in China. Let me go out and throw out some more. Just let's, let's talk big picture in the world. Between 1980 and today, global access to safe water sources has increased from 58% to 91%. Agricultural output has nearly tripled since 1960. Electricity coverage has expanded to 85% of the world. In the last decade, consumption of renewable energy has soared 209%. Scientific research from 1665 to 2016, the number of scientific articles published every year, grew from 119 back in 1665 to 2.55 million. Today's economic strength is largely attributed to our scientific output, which doubles every nine years. Immunization, the number of one-year-olds who receive at least one vaccination per year has risen from 22% to 88%. That's unbelievable. We've beaten disease. We've eradicated polio. We're in a good position. Literacy's up, female education's up, internet access is up, people living under democracy is up. That's big world stuff. Let's talk about some COVID issues. Some top 10 developments in COVID. U.S. researchers have delivered the first COVID-19 vaccine to volunteers in experimental test programs. Scientists at the Kaiser Permanente Washington Research Institute in Seattle delivered the first rounds of potential coronavirus vaccine to several dozen optimistic volunteers. That's nice. So far, the a couple of the people who have taken it have said, I'm all smiles. I'm feeling great. Number two, distilleries across the United States, and I cannot say this weekly. And when I say weekly, I'm not talking about every week, but I can't say this. I can't understate this. Distilleries are making their own hand sanitizers to give away for free. Whether you're in Atlanta or Portland or Georgia or North Carolina, we could use those facilities to make our own sanitation products. And you can too. <clears throat> Cleaning your hands with an alcohol-based rub can help kill the viruses on your hands. Many of the distilleries say they hope to continue producing their own bootleg sanitizers. I like that. Number three, if you take a look at world maps right now, the places that were hit hardest by coronavirus, China and Italy, the number of people who smoke in China and Italy are grotesque. The air pollution in China and in Italy, particularly China, is grotesque. And if you take a satellite reading right now, China's clear. 
Their troposphere is clear. They've quarantined uh, millions of pounds of metric, millions of metric tons of carbon dioxide. Whoa. That's kind of a positive, right? The, the Earth almost looks like it can heal itself if we back off. Johns Hopkins researcher says that antibodies, antibodies from recovered COVID patients could help people that are at risk. So the idea is you take antibodies from blood plasma. Giving plasma sucks. It takes a long time. But what happens is you're able to take the person who survived it and give a little bit of blood to that person who didn't. Don't quote me on science, but that's close. So we're able to pass on a recovery. Um, it's a century-old treatment that slows the spread of disease. So the blood plasma or serum of people who've recovered boosts the immunity of the newly infected. Number five on great things that are happening in COVID. South Korean outbreak finally abates as recoveries outnumber new infections for three days in a row. Remember, China last night, one day of no new recoveries or no new. Uh, why am I having problems with that word right now? No new infections. South Korea's got three days in a row now where the numbers are going in the right direction of who's been infected versus who is no longer infected, and the deaths are now starting to drop. The declining rate of infections continuing to fall with less than 100 new cases reported for several days in a row. China has celebrated several milestones with their recovery. Temporary hospitals have closed. Parks have reopened. Life is getting back to a little bit like normal. Number seven, Australian researchers are testing two drugs as a potential cures for the virus. The global coordinated effort of research is its unbelievable. You're looking at the politics right now of Boris Johnson and Donald Trump, Angela Merkel, uh, Premier Xi out of China. You, you name the country. Everyone's trying to say, hey, we're going to close our borders. We're going to do this. Don't say that. When Trump referred to the coronavirus as the Chinese virus, was it a slip of the tongue or was it a racist diatribe? The politicians are racist. The politicians are protectionists. But the scientists are sharing. Number eight, Uber Eats is supporting the North American restaurant industry by waiving delivery fees for over 100,000 restaurants. If you live in an area that has restaurants close by and Uber drivers close by, you can get free delivery. That's not so bad. So you don't have to eat beanie weenies every single day. Number nine, Dutch and Canadian researchers reported additional breakthrough research on the treating of the virus. Researchers from world-class institutions are coming together. Scientists from Canada and Netherlands have made medical breakthroughs of their own. A team of researchers out of Toronto managed to isolate the agent responsible for the ongoing outbreak of COVID-19. Now, none, no shape, way, shape, or form is this going to be the cure-all or the panacea weird. You kind of learn what the word panacea means after you learn what the word pandemic means. There's a bunch of other ways that people and businesses are supporting to each other. I've been pretty positive of what I'm seeing out there. Dollar General has said, you know what, we're going to try to help our elderly customers and give the first opening hour just to them. Athletes and sports teams are pledging to pay the salaries of employees of the arena. Utility companies, landlords, automakers, ISPs are all waiving a number of late fees and payments. There are some positive things happening. And I think those will add up. 
Am I being Pollyanna? No. I think we are still in for a hell of a month. In large part because there's going to be some milestones that come. As we go from 200,000 plus infected to 500,000 to a million worldwide, do we hit a million in the United States? Good chance as of now. As that grows, the coronavirus isn't really a virus that's ruining people's lives based on the infection itself. It's ruining people's lives based on the quarantining and based on if you do need to go to a hospital, they're overwhelmed. So that's out there. I see some positives. Now let's take a quick look at the markets and see how we're doing. We've been open for a while now. We opened much lower and we swung much higher. And now the markets are NASDAQ's up nicely because Apple. No, Apple just went negative, huh? Why is, that? Why is NASDAQ up? I'll figure that out one in a second. But um, the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average 30 have started with a massive drop, recovery to green, back into the red. NASDAQ started off the red, nice little surge following Apple, but Apple has kind of turned around. I wonder if there's news on them. Uh, because there's not a lot of news right now. Uber stock was up earlier today as the CEO said, we got tons of cash. We're, we'll be okay. Didn't exactly make me feel great that, uh, you know, he didn't say anything like, oh, by the way, we're going to be paying our employees, or oh, by the way, but that's out there. Apple sliding today after Wedbrush slashes its price target. So at one point in time when Apple was melting up every day, going higher, 240, 250, 255, 260, um, it got price targets pushed all the way up to 400. And now the analyst is saying, you know what? I'm going to cut that back down to 335. That seems to be the story there. What else do we have to hit? Hitting home for all people right now has to be the idea of job security. People are probably being rattled. If you've been hired in the last six months, you're probably hiding in the bathroom. Maybe taking some toilet paper, but you're probably hiding in the bathroom so your boss doesn't go, who's that new person? We need to fire people. We saw that with the latest initial jobless claims reports. They come out on Thursdays. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to quarantine living, where you didn't realize how much you missed Sports Center until all the sports got canceled. So the continuing claims are very important to watch right now, and they're going to skyrocket over the next month, two months. The unemployment numbers on the economic data on the first Friday of every month is going to get larger. The good times have officially ended. Now we're going to do a transition to slower growth to question mark. The question mark is what's got everyone freaked out. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, economic shocks, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Stay in touch, everyone. Talk to you soon. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Elon Musk is in the news. He's offering to make ventilators. Ventilators? It's easy for me to say. To help coronavirus patients who desperately need them. But... It begs the question of, why not just start? Keep in mind, he stirred the pot a little bit last week when he said, hey, stop being an idiot. 
about the COVID-19 pandemic via tweet. And he used his factory to make ventilators as quickly as possible. But he also said, don't forget, you know, you're more likely to die in a car crash than you are of the coronavirus. The problem with the car crash is hospitals can handle it. So there's going to be a shortage of ventilators. We are going to start hearing about stories along those lines. And for somehow, some way, shape, and form, ventilator companies who make ventilators have been pretty good at price fixing them. So they're super expensive. And if you need a little teeny tiny plastic part, you either need to print it with a 3D printer. No one knows how to do that. Or you need to spend big dollars on it. So there's some problems there. Remember the For Dummies books? Investing for Dummies. Uh, maybe Tender for Dummies. I don't know. There's probably all sorts of them, right? I had one that I wrote called Flamenco Dancing for Dummies by Rob Black. I know you're saying, I don't see you as a flamenco dancer. Really? Hey, 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 get off my back. What I can actually do right now pretty well for you is volatility. Volatility in the stock market, stocks are called equities, has turned huge. So we have something called the VIX futures, um, options, variant swaps, exotic options, a bunch of other crazy stuff mixed into it that can kind of show you some crazy stuff that's happening when people are freaked out. They start taking these weird bets. Stocks are a wee bit more volatile these days than they were, say, a year ago. A wee bit more volatile than, say, two months ago. We've approached levels of volatility similar to what we experienced during the financial crisis. And before that, the Great Depression. It's pretty intense how cool and smooth it's been for such a long period of time. Gold is supposed to have some diversification benefits, but it doesn't right now because people are liquidating everything they can to get cash. Commodities in the past have supposed to have been a nice hedge against stocks, but they're not right now because everyone needs cash. Real estate's not going up. No help there. There's a stark reality, and not Tony Stark, your Avenger, in a crisis correlation goes to one, and everything moves in lockstep. And the problem with 95% of the portfolios out there is they're too heavy into risk. So correlation causes weird stuff to happen, and we've become very, very fragile. Did you build a portfolio that could withstand this, or is it too fragile? Or do you have somehow the anti-fragile portfolio? Sentiment trading is weird. I don't like it. When people are selling, ca- uh, not selling cash, when they're selling gold, when they're selling oil, when they're selling oil stocks, dividend stocks, small caps, big caps, international companies, uh, you name it, they're selling it. It's tough to say that makes any sense. Value investors, not really working right now. In value, typically we tend to throw a lot of utilities, which have a lot of debt. And we tend to throw a lot of banks, which lend. And those are two asset classes that are not working right now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Europe has gone quiet. The world is shrinking right now to your neighborhood, it may feel like, to your city. Or maybe you're just going around acting like nothing has changed. Uh, Power lunches, gone. 
coffee meetings, gone. So some of the things that we used to just see out of the corner of our eye, not happening there. I think one of the negatives on the virus reporting has kind of slipped through us. And one of them was tied towards Europe. The number of COVID-19 cases and deaths in Europe surpassed China's. So we can no longer look at it as, oh, China didn't know what they were doing. Apparently, Europe doesn't either. In Italy alone, which has been on police-enforced lockdown since last week, there's been nearly 3,000 deaths so far. In Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme is from Brussels. He's the, he's the muscles from Brussels. I know you're saying, is that more of a German-American accent than a Brussels? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe comment on that one. Brussels has 14, uh, 1,500 cases. So the effects of social distancing has been tangible. Uh, EU officials are coming up and making new rules. United States officials are coming up and making new rules. So coffee appointments are turning into Zoom appointments. Dropping your kid off at school and having the teacher educate them has turned into Zoom appointments. And suddenly me struggling to learn everything that I've forgotten I'm like, I know what the middle colonies are. <laughs> Do you? In an era of travel bans and lockdowns, it's not the global companies that are going to get hit the hardest. It's different. It's the small businesses like restaurants. Some restaurants have posted makeshift signs advertising they're still open for takeout. Some have asked you to be on email lists, and they're, they're begging you to come in and, and support them. As governments throw up the increasingly strict borders, when the dust settles, international corporate players are going to be left standing. You won't have to worry about the apples in the Starbucks. You're going to have to worry about the local restaurants and what makes your community the community that you're in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Stay well, everyone. Wash your hands. Don't freak out. Taking a look at the quick market last look. Um, it's a mixed market, which isn't bad. It's going to take 20 to 30 days before we get kind of comfortable and can start looking at companies versus looking at virus numbers. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.